Welcome to the underground, the Steel City Underground, the black and gold standard for Pittsburgh Steelers coverage. Now, here's your host, Terry Fletcher. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final regular season week of the WTF podcast for the Steel City Underground. My name is Terry Fletcher. Well, I don't know about you, but I was not ready for our season, and I say our, the Steelers' season's to end because it was such an epic game. I know we were watching the scoreboard with Buffalo and what was happening in their game against Patriots with the Jets and what was happening in their game against Miami, which we thought right up until the end, we might've had it. But yes, Joe Flacco is still the most hated man in Pittsburgh. I just, I'm beside myself because I really believe that we could have at least gotten past the first round of the playoffs, the wild card, and I'm just sad. So let's close it out. Let's finish out our season and just always remember we won the five of the last six games we played. We absolutely picked up steam towards the end, and I believe this team is going to be just fine in the future. I really do. Kenny Pickett, he knows what he's doing. In the words of Ben, I think he was underestimated by a lot of people and uh, I'm really just happy to see the decisions he makes, the fact that he absolutely um, protects the ball. At the beginning, it was rough, but we saw in the last few games, not only is he the comeback king in the second half, but he just has the trust of his teammates, and it's really great to see. But I have a couple of questions. First of all, why do we? Why do the refs keep picking on Kim Hayward between him falling on or getting pulled down on the pile last week and then this week basically textbook tackle and then gets a roughing the the passer penalty when he didn't put his body weight on him he pulled him to the side he didn't throw him down and Deshaun Watson was moving around I mean he had the ball and they basically gave the Browns a touchdown uh, in that um, scenario, in that penalty. And just the look on Cam's face, if there's any leader on our team that doesn't get penalties when they're not supposed to, and no, I'm not talking about Dodson because he seems to get them all the time, it's Cam. I mean, he is such a professional and he knows what he's doing. Ten years in the league, come on. So yeah, the, the refs were not the, the greatest in this game. But it was it was quite the game right up until the end. And I think my my favorite right now, every time I see it, I want to play it over and over and over again. And that is the Kenny Pickett to George Pickens connection. I mean, I, I get very frustrated with Deontay Johnson between drops and running backwards. And I realize that that our leader, Joe Kuzma, on the Steel City Underground, and I do not agree on this, not even a little bit, but I, I just, I don't like that player. I just think that he hurts us more than he helps us, and he may make some some decent plays, and yes, he had some catches that we needed in the game, but everybody has flashes. Everybody does. But when you're not consistent in what you do, it's really hard to count on on what you do. So yeah, I, I love the picking and, and pickings and picket connection. And I can't wait to see that in the future. It actually kind of reminds me in a different way of Ben and AB when when AB wasn't didn't go crazy on us. But it's just uh, George Pickens has such a, a strength about him. Speaking of that, did you see what <laughs> the stiff arm from Najee Harris on Miles Garrett? 
Talk about a what the football moment. That was awesome. I'm like, oh my gosh, he just flipped that guy with one arm, with a ball in the other arm. And so that was that was quite the moment as well. I did feel bad when I go back to kind of circle around to Deontay Johnson. I saw Kenny trying to get him a touchdown in the regular season because he had more receptions than any other receiver in the league and no touchdowns this year. Um, so I did see him try, but it, it just wasn't in the cards this year. So again, I know I'm I'm probably preaching to the choir, but I am sad that we didn't get further, especially, and this is my what the football moment, with Miami not having a quarterback. I mean, they don't have Tua because of his concussion protocol. They tried their second guy and he's hurt with ribs. And, and then they went in with, I'm trying to remember his name, Skylar Thompson and who? <laughs> and so this is going to be interesting to see how far they get because, well, they're not going to get far. Let's face it. They're going against the Bills. We may not have either. We, I'm again, I'm, I'm collectively saying that as the Steelers, but at least I think that the Steelers had more of a chance. I mean, more of a chance, more of a complete team and a better coach. Speaking of coaches, Great moment for Mike Tomlin. Shout out to him for, again, his 16th season without a losing season. We see a couple of coaches being fired and let go. Um, I know Arizona coach Cliff Kingsbury is gone and Lovey Smith is gone. And we knew that was going to happen, Texans. Uh, I was actually surprised when he went for two there to win the game. And I'm not saying you throw a game, but you didn't need the two points uh, as far as that win, when it, I mean, you could have gone in overtime and see what happens, um, but you lost your first round pick. So that was a tough call. It was, I don't know what he was thinking there, but I guess he was just thinking win the game and you want coaches to do that, but I think it cost him his job. So we, we definitely are happy to, to have our coach, Mike Tomlin. I realize that we need to get back to the, the playoff scenario and Steeler football in the postseason. But everyone, we've been having a lot of, I hate to call it transition, but Ben was hurt in the last couple of years. And so it had surgery and we've had people in and out. So now we're, I don't want to again, call it rebuilding, but we're, we're building something special here. I just really hope we get Cam Hayward as to uh, resign. I'm not sure what they have in mind. I was actually surprised when we didn't get to see Joe Hayden come back, but then looking at our safeties and looking at our young guys in the back and the fact that Terrell Edmonds wants to come back in that position, I think our, our defensive backs are, are really coming into their own. They've got the anchor in Minka Fitzpatrick, and so uh, we've got a lot of good things going there. KZ, all those guys that are, I mean, we were, the Steelers led 20 interceptions the league. Now, six of them came from Minka Fitzpatrick, and that is fantastic, but we lead the league in, in those takeaways. Great what the football moments there. So everyone always talks about during the uh, potential last week, or I should, they call it playoff, the potential playoff scenario, especially when there are teams waiting for other teams to figure out what they're doing. That was one thing with the Steelers. We all played at the same time, meaning us, Buffalo, and Miami. So you, you kind of had to keep scoreboard watching. But once the once uh, the Seattle came in and they beat the Rams 1916, then they had to figure out, could the Lions actually pull it off for them and beat the Packers, who all the Packers had to do was win and get in, um, and they could only be a spoiler because the Lions were out of it. But if they could beat the Packers, then the Seahawks actually would, would get in. And so they did. And so now the, the Seahawks and Geno Smith uh, is going to have a playoff game, unlike Russell Wilson, who I think they ended uh, with five wins this year. So 
Uh, definitely Pete Carroll going, now you see why we did what we did. They had Jalen Hurts uh, back on his team. So the Eagles won 22-16. So they are number one in their division. So they're happy to get there by. I was actually surprised at the Commanders win 26-6 over the Cowboys. Cowboys were still playing for something and they had their starters and the Commanders did not. And that's Washington. So it's still hard to say that, not say Redskins. And so that score was like, really? That was crazy. Brock Purdy, oh man, that boy, what is he now? 5-0, 6-0, 38-13 over the Cardinals. And I'm very sad to see that J.J. Um, Watt had hung up his cleats. He's basically retired now, and he's going to reflect. And I expect to see him in media uh, somewhere, something that uh, doesn't take too much time away from his new baby. So I'm um, very excited for him for the new chapter in his life, and I think he's he's ready to um be a dad, be a husband and, and do something else. So we're happy to see him, but definitely a, a, a football moment there. But Brock Purdy, oh my goodness, 49ers, 38-13. And if they're saying that there's a possibility outside chance, Garoppolo could come back. Well, why would they want to? So I'm not, I like Garoppolo. He's definitely the cute one. I mean, I'm not saying he's not. Purdy's cute too. And I'm saying this from what my female friends say and from possibility him getting a commercial. Let's face it. It's about the cute ones. Um, but, and I don't know about you guys, but I kind of miss having Baker Mayfield on those commercials on TV, those progressive commercials. Some of the things they have out now, I'm like, you need to turn that off. That's not fun. But here's what happened. I mean, the Packers basically choked their way out of the playoffs. Uh, the, the Texans choked their way out of their number one pick by not choking against the Colts. Uh, the Cardinals fired Cliff Kingsbury. The Browns fired their defensive coordinator. Shocker there. Um, and also probably because they're dealing with the mess that Javion Clowney, Javion Clowney, had trashed the coaches uh, in an article. And I'm just like, dude, what the football? You're not about your team. You're about yourself. And then somehow when the playoff schedule came out and included the Jaguars are in the playoffs. And so they, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where they are and how they, um, how they come to, you know, figure out, um, can they get further? I think one of the best things, uh, that happened just, you know, with all the things that happened with the DeMar Hamlin situation, and we're so happy he's home now, and he was honored by every NFL team, which was awesome. The returning kickoff for the opening for the touchdown, talk about a moment against the Patriots. Naheem Hines might have been the one who honored him the most by doing that. And this is funny because he came out, and this was an absolute WTF moment, he then outdid himself by getting a second kick return touchdown later in the game. And the Bills went 35-23. And they needed it because Josh Allen did not play well. So they, they definitely needed it. Now, when I was talking about the, the Cowboys earlier, this team, they're just falling apart at the wrong time. They play, I mean, again, they played their starters on Sunday. And they got embarrassed by the commanders in that 26-6 loss. And when you get embarrassed by the commanders who are playing all of their backups and said they're going to sit people down because this game doesn't matter, but apparently it did matter. And so the Cowboys finished the season tied for the league lead in interceptions. And that was the quarterback because even though, and he even missed five games due to injury. But you know that there's a problem in Dallas, and this has always been that way. And I don't know why any coach would want to work there is when on Monday, 
or Tuesday when there is usually coaches are coming out or teams are coming out and saying who's playing, who's on the injury list, you know, who, who has the light on for them, et cetera. It's not the coach, Mike McCarthy. Who is it? Yeah. It's the owner, Jerry Jones, who runs that show, Jerry Jones, and he is not a coach. So that'll be, that'll be just really interesting to see what happens over there. And I know I keep saying that, but I'm always looking for the next storyline to, to figure out what a team is, is happening there. Uh, Dan Campbell, I mean, he's got to be just so, he's just got to be so happy that he did that. And for the Lions after the, um, the hard knocks and everything going, you know, what did they go? One and six, just like Steers went two and six and the comeback and win, you know, several in a row, six in a row, I think, but good for him. And they really came through and Pete Carroll's got to be pretty happy that his Seahawks playoffs are still alive still alive. Now, Brandon Staley on the Chargers, they had nothing to play for on Sunday and he still decided to play his starters. Um, the, the one thing to let them play for a quarter or two, but he kept them in until the fourth quarter. And then he had multiple injuries. Mike Williams had back spasms. Joey Bosa re-injured his groin and there's no guarantee that they're going to be ready against Jacksonville. What are you thinking? If you're not playing for anything and you've already clinched, what are you thinking? Unless you've got fantasy football still going on in week 18. Um, Aaron Rodgers, he was hugging his good pal, um, Randall Cobb, on the way out of the field yesterday. He's alluded to the fact that this could have been his last game um, but he in, in Green Bay that he might be done. And he also refused to give his jersey away after the game when Jameson Wilson Williams asked if he could have his quarterback juicy. He said, I'm going to hold on to this one. That could be that the Aaron Rodgers retirement watch is officially on. And it wouldn't surprise me. I'm sure he's going to be knocking on Jeopardy's door to see if he could come back there. But it wouldn't surprise me in the least. And then we've got our playoff schedule. So it is out. And I think it was a really good thing that the Bengals beat the Ravens because now we don't have to deal with the coin, fl the coin flip and everybody's, you know, everything's okay in the world. So the Seahawks at the Niners, that's going to be on Saturday and that's at 4:30 Eastern time Fox chargers at Jaguars. And that's going to be the next game to follow. That's on NBC um, on Saturday as well. And then Sunday we've got three games. And remember in 2023 for the 2022 season, even though we don't have Monday night football this week and the, you know, that we've now finished up because it's called black Monday when the, uh, the coaches kind of get the, get a, a pink slip to sit the door. Um, we do have a Monday night football game, uh, on ESPN and that's going to be the Cowboys at Buccaneers giants and Vikings. And so on Sunday, it's going to be dolphins at bills at bills. They, they just absolutely don't have any chance. Um, and that, I'm just going to say that I'm actually right now going to place a bet on that. Bills are favored by 10 though. So that's going to be, that's going to be hard to figure out how to bet on that. Giants at Vikings, Ravens at Bengals, and really look at the point spread. If those of you who are out there betting, just look at the point spreads because you never know what could happen. Um, but then the Cowboys and Buccaneers, I think that's going to be a game to watch to see if Tom Brady can absolutely do it again and, and get past where he needs to go. The And of course, the Chiefs, they're on top in the AFC and they have a bye. So to wrap up my What the Football Week 18, here's some crazy facts from Week, uh, from week 18. And CBS Sports, thanks for some of these amazingly wild facts about the games. This is funny. Wild card, wild card round is all rematches. So all six games in the wild card round will be a rematch from regular season. That's the first time that's happened since 2009. 
Buccaneers in the playoffs with a losing record. They're eight and nine. Isn't that kind of kind of bugs me? We're nine and eight. I want to be in the playoffs. And so we'll see what happens there. Worst of first. The Jaguars were last in had the worst record in the NFL last year, and they won their division this year. So that's making them just the fifth team since 1970 to do that. Florida teams are definitely on fire. Bucks, Jags, Dolphins all made the the playoffs this season. Now, Dolphins, I'm not going to say they're on fire. That was the first game they won in since when? November. And the only reason they won that game is because they were playing against a a pretty banged up and uh, backup quarterback, Joe Joe Flacco, in the Jets. And the Jets are who we thought they were. Um, Tom Brady breaks two major NFL records. The Buccaneers quarterback went 13 of 17 against the Falcons, which means he finished the season with 490 completions, 736 pass, pass attempts, and those are both NFL records against himself. But they say he was benched. They just pulled him out because, again, they already knew what they were going to do, so they already knew they won, which is what the Chargers should have done to their uh, for their team. And then Purdy, again, he looks really good. Three touchdowns against the Cardinals. He now has multiple touchdown passes in five straight games. And after five starts, wow. I mean, 49ers are beating up on everyone. And the Bears are drafting first. So that little faux pas by the Texans now has the Bears drafting first. Um, Steelers on a historical streak. Again, and I'm going to end it with this, marks the 16th straight season under Mike Tomlin that we've finished 500 or better and the 19th consecutive season overall. And so that is tied for the longest NFL uh, streak in NFL history and only trailing the Cowboys with a streak of 21 straight seasons of finishing greater than 500 or 500 from 1965 to 85. So we want to keep it going under Mike Tomlin and let's just hope the 2023 season brings us a playoff spot so everyone it's been a great what the football and regular season and i'll talk to you next year and next season on the wtf seu podcast we would like to thank you for listening and remind our listeners to follow us on social media and our website www.steelcityunderground.com 